what is up everybody i know i haven't made a video in a while but i've been like super busy and i, I can explain uh what, what went on with that but that's for another video for now there's a topic in the news that i really wanted to talk about so the whole Oregon under attack Bundy militia incident. Now, to be honest, I'm not really going to talk about what happened beforehand to escalate this incident up to this point, because firstly, I don't really give a shit. Secondly, because I don't think it's really appropriate for anybody who's not actively involved in that community to be uh, forming opinions based on any official or non-official story. We're not there. We don't know what happened to actually escalate this incident. We only have two opposing stories as, as opposed to how this land dispute started in the first place. And that's not really that interesting anyways. What I really want to talk about is the incident itself and the reaction to it. Now one thing that's really been bothering me in the mainstream media on Twitter, Facebook, whatever the, wherever the hell you get your information from, is the loosely thrown accusations of terrorists and and all these other insults such as rednecks and inbred and, and little dick hillbillies or whatever else that people can think of. The problem is, is it dehumanizes people and dismisses their point without actually having to argue anything or prove whether or not this occupation is justified or unjustified. It avoids the entire issue altogether. Secondly, I don't really like to throw around the word terrorist to anybody and everybody, especially people who have not actively attacked civilians or attacked anybody for that matter. By the logic of calling these people terrorists, virtually every criminal in history is a terrorist. And, and let's be honest, they are taking part in criminal actions. Now, whether or not that's justified civil disobedience is another issue altogether, but we can all agree that it is, in fact, criminal by definition. So was Ferguson. So was what a lot of people do that are involved in the Black Lives Matter movement. Are they terrorists as well? Well, unless they're actively taking part in terrorism by the full definition, which means for political reasons, to institute fear and attacking civilians, which we might be able to give two or three qualifications of terrorism to the Bundy movement, but they, they haven't actively attacked anybody. So to call them violent sociopaths is a little disingenuous. Another problem I have with is the absolute hypocrisy. The people calling out the Bundy movement, well, if these people are white, that's why they're getting away with it. If they were black or Muslim, they'd be in prison or dead. I am so smart, aren't I? No, um, I'm sorry. If they were black, they would have burnt the entire building down. And if they were Muslim, they would have blown it up along with themselves. See, that's the difference. And I know that might sound racist, but honestly, I don't give a shit. You see, the difference is that when you look at riots in Ferguson, people were shooting guns. People were burning things down. People were looting. They were active, violent crimes against people and property going on. And I know not every person involved in the protests in Ferguson were violent. But that doesn't change the fact that violence did occur there. And there is no violence occurring here. You see the difference? That's why you can't compare it. The reason that nobody's been shot is because they haven't run out with guns, burning and shooting and looting things. They're standing there actively saying, we're here peacefully. However, we will defend ourselves if necessary. That's not really a threat. I mean... And, and there is a problem labeling these people as extremists. I mean, yes, they are doing things that are considered extreme as opposed to the norm. They are taking extreme measures. However, a lot of people throughout history have taken extreme measures. That doesn't mean that they're actively going out and committing violence. And the problem with labeling these people as right-wing conspiratard nutcases is that you cannot actively support what our founding fathers did and then immediately dismiss anyone who takes those same actions. You could dismiss them based on their merit, 
But you cannot just say, whoa, they're holding up guns, those crazy nutcases, because by that logic, our country was founded by crazy nutcases, which you might say is the case, but you cannot dismiss the Bundy movement for being crazy nutcases while revering the same founding fathers who were in fact crazy nutcases. And then we get this reaction from the hypocritical right-wing conservatives who are really just uh, closet liberals, the ones who say, yes, I, I support my gun rights and you won't take my gun under my cold, dead hands. It, I support the Second Amendment and you better not touch my guns. And the first thing they'll say is, it's not for hunting, it's for fighting a tyrannical government. They will defend the Second Amendment based on the fact that it is for fighting a tyrannical government. They will state that is the case. However, when anyone actually takes steps to saying we want to fight a tyrannical government, they'll step back and go, whoa, you extremists. How can you, how can you do such a thing? You cannot actively support something you know, from a distance and then criticize people for doing the very same things that you are advocating. You can't sit around the, the kitchen table and say, we should overthrow this government and then turn around and criticize people and say, well, you can't do that because that's going to make gun owners look bad and then they're going to want to take away our guns even more. What is the point of the Second Amendment if you can't exercise it for fear of losing the Second Amendment? I mean, you might as well give up your guns. Just say, no, we don't need them because we're never going to exercise it. We just want them for show. They look cool. I mean, we, will we actually fight a tyrannical government? No, not in a million years. So why do you have a Second Amendment? You don't need it. You're honestly standing for one thing, but you won't actually stand with people that are actively going out and doing the things that you advocate around the dinner table. You can't do that. That's, that's hypocrisy at finest. And you're not truly an advocate of the Second Amendment if you don't actually support the, the usage of the Second Amendment as it was designed to fight a tyrannical government. Now, if you want to say, well, look, maybe I don't believe this is the right time to fight a tyrannical government. They're not tyrannical. You're, you're, you're free to that opinion. But do not criticize these people as being extremists while at the same time holding those extremist views yourself but being too cowardly to act on it. Another criticism that I often see people get is when they go out and actively defend the, the Bundy movement or any other group that does similar things. They're criticized as, well, why don't you go out and stand beside them? If you support guns so much, why don't, why don't you go out there? Or vice versa. Well, you see, we have more than just the Second Amendment right. And whether or not you support constitutional rights coming from maybe an anarchist perspective or not doesn't change the fact that we do have these constitutional rights in place. And we have more than the Second Amendment. There is also the First. Those two go hand in hand. It does no good to fight against a tyrannical government utilizing the Second Amendment if you can't utilize the First Amendment to get widespread support for your cause. You need the First Amendment. That is very important. And then people going out and exercising the First Amendment rights by talking about things, by getting the truth out, by asking questions, is just as important as someone who is willing to use their Second Amendment rights. So what do I think about this whole situation? Well, to be honest, I haven't really formed an opinion on the Bundy group as of yet. For all I know, they are, in fact, religious extremists. I haven't met the people in person. I don't know what their actual motives are. I haven't lived in the area. I've never met the people. I don't know if they've really been persecuted or not. We only have two sides of the story. Really, the only thing I wanted to point out is the inherent hypocrisy in the stances that people hold when talking about these issues. So what's the solution to this? Stop dismissing people because they do things that you don't necessarily agree with or you don't support. 
Start actually arguing the point. Is it justified? Do you think they should be going out and doing this? Is this the right course of action? But to simply dismiss people and dehumanize them is just as bad as whatever you accused right-wing individuals of doing during Ferguson.